Hello, friend, and welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast. Before we get into anything, I just want to say thank you so much to every single one of you who participated in launch week last week, who downloaded the episodes, who listened, who wrote a review. By your efforts, we actually ended up ranking as a podcast, the Vision Driven Health Podcast, number 28 in nutrition in the United States and somehow also ranked number 17 in nutrition in Sweden. So hello to all of my new Swedish friends. The support seriously has meant a ton. And by you doing that, you have actually made this podcast available to more people to be blessed and encouraged by the concept of partnering with God in their health. To start things off, I have a verse for you. John 10, 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Today, we're going to talk about what does it look like to listen to and seek to hear God's voice as it relates to your health. In this podcast, I'm going to get into the nitty gritty on nutrition and cooking and how to establish lasting habits. But the thing that sets this podcast and my coaching and just my approach apart is that it's about partnering with God. And so my guest today, my first guest that I'm bringing to you, she is a good, dear friend who I am personally inspired by in the way that she pursues Jesus, the way that she's expectant to hear him speak to her in all areas of life. But specifically, she has two really awesome stories that I know will resonate with you, will encourage you, will inspire you, and will bless you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's interview with, again, my good friend, Carly Harford. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. Carly. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Carly, can you share just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi. I'm a nanny for you. (laughs) My child. Yep. Both my children now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I do to make a living right now. And She's so good at it. I would say in my free time, I like to just spend a lot of time with Jesus, honestly. (laughs) It's like one of the coolest things about her. She's like, okay, I'm going to go on my break now. I'm just going to go hang out with Jesus. Like, she's very authentic in her 
and what she's doing. Like, I'm literally going to go spend time with God, which is amazing and exactly the kind of person I want my child to be around when I'm not with him. <laughs> but so people might be listening and being like, okay, cool. So Robin has her, <laughs> uh, is her first guest. And I wanted to ex- give further explanation of why. So uh, we had a conversation one time that I thought was really cool where we, you were talking about just some different aspects of your body, your health, mm-hmm. and you had two different stories that I would love for you to share. One is how you decided to why and how you decided to get rid of gluten and two, why and how you decided to get rid of caffeine. Oh, thanks for reminding me about those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the gluten story. So I didn't actually know I was gluten intolerant. I didn't actually go to a doctor or have those things checked out. Um, but there was one night where I had a dream and in the dream, um, like I was having well, a side note, I was having um, like feelings in my body that felt like pain. I felt a lot of pain in my body and mm-hmm. I didn't actually have a a reason to why. I was just like, why do I feel pain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so side, that was a side note. So then going back to the dream. Um, so I had a dream one night. I think it was like about two years ago now in the summer. And I had a dream that this person showed up and he basically said, hey, this is what happens when you have gluten. And he showed me his hands and they started to be arthritic looking, um, Mm -hmm. full of inflammation. Mm -hmm. And then he said, this is what happens when you don't have gluten. And his hands went back to normal and there was no swelling in them. Mm -hmm. And... I, in the dream, was fighting him because I was like, no way, like, <laughs> this isn't God. Like, I I believe in supernatural healing, yeah, yeah. Um, not just natural healing. Yeah. And I don't want to cut out gluten. I like eating bread. And right. I, was, I was really mad about that. So I was kind of like fighting the dream. And I just remember the voice saying, this is God giving you instruction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as soon as... <laughs> He said that I woke up and was like, oh my gosh, I need to not eat gluten anymore. And I just knew yeah. as much as I was fighting it in my spirit and there mm-hmm. were certain things I was frustrated with, uh, you know, not wanting to eat bread or not having the comfort stuff that I liked. Mm-hmm. I knew that in the long run, this mm-hmm. was worth it. And that if my body was being affected in that way, I certainly didn't want it to be. Yeah. Even if I didn't have the full understanding myself. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just wanted to agree. Mm -hmm. And even if I didn't have the knowledge and just say yes. And I, I've been for two years since that dream having Mm -hmm. no gluten. And honestly, I do feel a difference even like in my um, like face, it's not as puffy. Like it Mm. just used to be puffy (laughs) and like swollen, you -hmm. know, and um, even the pain that I had in my body, it went away. After I stopped eating gluten. And I just, yeah, praise God for that dream. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's so cool because people could be listening. They're like, wait, so I have to like wait for health (laughs) instruction dreams. (laughs) And and I'm like, hey, maybe. And I wanted to talk about, you know, there's there's different ways that we can hear from God, right? So some of those ways could be that we hear we have a dream like that's a really awesome dream and I do hope and pray people can have like dreams that clear on on their health stuff but it could also be a scripture that God gives or maybe that they 
see it at the right post at the right time from my profile (laughs) or someone else. Um, or, you know, you, I mean, there's so many different ways that God speaks to us, but I, I love your story because it says a few things to me. One, that God does communicate to us and not only does he communicate to us, but he does about the things that maybe we don't think are in his interest or on his mind or like, you know, like what God, God's going to give you nutrition instructions, like to reduce inflammation (laughs) in your body. I'm like, why not? (laughs) And, you know, so I think that's super cool. But then the other thing is that you have the testimony of how it affected your body and how you like it. There's the testimony of you heard the thing, you were obedient, and now you're, you're experiencing less inflammation. And there's something to be said about how God created us where we're supposed to eat a certain way. Um, you know, he gave us certain foods to consume that provide the nutrients our body needs to function in a certain way. He's, he's the creator. He's the designer. There's, there's a process that he made right now. You're like, wait a minute, Jesus ate bread and broke bread. And that's a whole different other thing of why certain people have to get rid of gluten. We can do that on another episode because you know, not everybody has to get rid of gluten. This isn't a, like everybody go gluten free or caffeine free talk. This is a God knows exactly what's going on in your body and whatever elements of the world, lifestyle, genetics, whatever you were dealt that you had this issue and God in his faithfulness spoke to you about it. (laughs) And now you're experiencing improved health from it, which I think is amazing. Um, I would love to hear, because Carly, I know you're so passionate. I want to hear about the caffeine story too. We'll get that in a second. (laughs) Um, Because I think that one has a lot of insight as well. Um, But before we do, I would love to hear, because I know you're so passionate about it. What, how do you think God communicates to us or why do you think he communicates to us? What's been your experience of communication with God? I just, I know you're so passionate. I kind of want to like open the door to some of that Carly passion on (laughs) just communing with Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I do love talking about this (laughs) because it's, it's all about relationship. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing for me is knowing how much God loves us and wants to communicate with us and be involved in our everyday life. It's not just, Oh, I'll talk to you when you get things figured out. Like Mm -hmm. he wants to be highly, highly, highly involved because that's actually how we were created, created to be totally dependent on our God. (laughs) And when I get to talk with him and he's interested and he cares about what I cares, what I care about, that makes me want to take everything to him, but partly because I know how good he is. Amen. Once I know how amazing he is and w- that he actually wants to hear my heart, yeah. he actually cares about what's going on in my life, yeah. it helps me take my things to him. Amen. If I didn't have that understanding, if I thought God was mad at me, if I thought God was a bad father, if I thought he was judging me, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't take any of my heart cries to him. Yeah. But I have to have an understanding of how good God is and how much he loves me in order for me to even want to commune with him. Amen. <laughs> that, there, there it is. And I, I wholeheartedly agree. And what would you say, Carly, to someone who... Maybe just doesn't feel that doesn't feel worthy. It's like, okay, I hear you. He's good. But like, who am I? Who am I to bring this? Or it's like, well, or I did this to myself. Like I, you know, ate X, Y, Z, or I like, what would you say to that person who's, who's hearing you and feeling that way? Hmm. I would probably say that God has a lot of grace 
He is mm-hmm. the grace-filled God. Amen. And that's the best news about Jesus is he came to, he's grace and truth. He's yeah. both together. Yeah. And so he can tell you something, but have so much grace wrapped behind it. Yeah. So he can speak truth to you, but it will be covered in grace to a point where it won't harm you mm-hmm. and it won't be uh, condemning because yes. he won't ever condemn you. Right. And so I think if you're struggling with those thoughts of like, woe is me, or I already messed up, I feel like knowing that God's grace mm-hmm. is big enough to cover all of those things mm-hmm. and to know that even though those things happened, he's not mad at you. He's not wanting to point a finger at you. He's just opening his hands and saying, hey, I, I saw, but just come to me so I can actually deal with it and, and cover you and redeem even things that maybe we did that weren't right. But God is a redeeming God as well. So knowing that we can go to him and experience his grace and his redemption as well is like knowing the character of God helps you go to him, if that makes sense. It does. Why would I go to somebody who doesn't care about me or if I go to them, they're going to make me feel crummy or worse. But when you know that he, he knows what you're feeling more than you do, he knows like even the the root causes of why you're making those choices, of why you feel stressed, of why you're going to the refrigerator, like when you're feeling stressed or like he knows all the insights we want clarity on to experience freedom in our choices. So yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Amen to all of that. I'm like ferociously like nodding my head. like, uh I'm like, I can't say uh uh-huh and amen to every sentence and word that she says. So I'm just going to nod my head. (laughs) Um, So, I do want to hear everybody's like, what's the caffeine story? (laughs) How did you tell us a little bit about how caffeine was for you and then enter God's word on it for you and beyond. Sure. Yeah. So caffeine, like I just remember drinking a lot of caffeine when I was in college and not thinking thinking, like twice about it. There was no like wondering if I should or shouldn't drink Mm -hmm. this. I was just like, oh, this is normal. I just totally thought it was normal. So trendy to walk around with your Starbucks like to class. Like if you're not carrying coffee, like are you in college? (laughs) That's how I felt. (laughs) Yes. And I happen to be highly influenced by the people around me. So if the guys around me were drinking energy drinks, so Mm. was I. And I just was like, ooh, what's this? Maybe I should try that. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't really have a solid knowing of anything yeah. <laughs> health-wise. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of, you know, started drinking coffee probably at that time period during college. And then it carried over just throughout, you know, the years beyond. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where um, it was actually at a dramatic point when, like, God had changed my life. And, and got a hold of my heart in a really powerful way, that things started being highlighted to me in a new way hmm. that I didn't really see before. And so there came a point where the Lord was telling me to not drink caffeine. And it was hard for me at first because I was like, well, what do you mean I've been doing this? And there's been no problem. Mm. But now there was a conviction I had to not drink it Mm -hmm. when before it was like whatever yeah uh so then I was like oh why do I feel like I can't drink this in faith (laughs) okay so then I I was just like okay and I tested it for a while Mm -hmm. I felt this conviction every time I drink coffee or 
all this stuff. And I was like, man, I, I don't feel like I can drink this without feeling like, ah, like this is wrong. Mm -hmm. And, um, but that went on for a while and I like, didn't listen for a while to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, And so, um, there was a point where I, I knew I just needed to cut it cold turkey. Uh-huh. I'll tell you this part before, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did, and it was extremely painful. Oh, no. I mean, I was in a bedroom locked away for three days, like, experiencing the withdrawal symptoms of oh, caffeine. Wow. And I was like, this is horrible, but I know I need to do this. <laughs> and it was just painful. Yeah. And then I came out of that and I was like, okay, God, great. No more caffeine. Yeah. yeah. Then I moved to a new city and I got involved in a new community and everyone was drinking coffee. And I was like, well, (sighs) here and there, I guess it's not bad. And then I started drinking coffee again and I was like, oh my gosh, I know this is not okay. Yeah. And so then, um, there came a point where I literally had to sit in my room with God and say, Jesus, I know you said that um, I shouldn't drink caffeine, but clearly this is not working for me. I'm not mm. doing well at surrendering it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it at your feet because you already paid the price for any addiction I might have. Yeah. So I'm putting it at your feet yeah. and I want you to take it, the full effects of it, everything. Amen. At that moment, in faith as I did that, I felt this release over me. Wow. And from that moment... I didn't want caffeine. It wasn't a desire of wow. mine anymore. The, the full desire left. And the thing is, is that I was constantly tested by coffee after that, like mm-hmm. I was before. But this time, because I had made it up in my mind, I had said, I will not do this. Yeah. Yeah. There was a commitment yeah. in my heart. Yeah. Once that was made, I knew even if people are going to offer me drinks or mm-hmm. offer me caffeine mm-hmm. or, hey, do you, can I grab you a coffee? Mm-hmm. That it wasn't even on my radar. It was an option. Already, right. Because it was already surrendered. And so that was a huge part of just my journey and and my walk with him is knowing like, just stand. Like I have already set this down and stand on it and not pick it back up and say, oh, let me just waver a little bit because that's how the enemy can get in there and cause more, um, keep you bound. Yeah. So, yeah. So powerful and so cool. I feel like that a test. I mean, it's, it's such a testimony of Jesus and who he is. Right. I, I, and, and this is, this is why Carly's like, why are you having me as your first guest? Like who am I to be on your health podcast? I was like, this is why, because it's so important for us to realize the ways that God is involved in our health and is so interested because I hear you tell that story. Okay. You have something you want to say? Yes. I I forgot to say like how caffeine affected me. Uh, Yes. That's exactly what I was going to go into. Okay, cool girl. (laughs) We're on the same page. Yeah, go. Okay. So, um, so I, like I said, caffeine was just ingrained in me. So I didn't really realize how it affected my body. Yeah. But once I did come off caffeine and tried it again, Mm -hmm my body could barely handle caffeine. Mm. Like I was so jittery, so like anxious Mm -hmm. as soon like one cup was enough. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a very sensitive person to caffeine, actually Mm -hmm. highly sensitive, Mm -hmm. but I was so desensitized. I didn't know that. So then coming off, I was like, I can barely handle 
a cup of coffee. Yeah. And that's kind of what God was saying. Right. He was like, hey, for you, your your body actually is extra, extra sensitive to this. And partly that takes away from me being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I would much rather be sensitive to the Holy Spirit than to caffeine. Yeah. And so that's another thing he showed me was like, hey, I made you to be sensitive, but to be sensitive to my leading and my nudges, not the the ways of the flesh and in the world. Amen. That's way better than where I was gonna I, where I was gonna go with it. And I was just gonna say, clearly, if you had a three day withdrawal, your body was not doing well with caffeine. Which, in and I think so many of us, when we're when we have a comfort thing, and it's our comfort thing, of course we don't want to get rid of it. We like it right. feels <laughs> good. You feel down. You eat the thing. You drink the coffee. You drink the sweet drink, whatever it is, the soda, and you feel better. But it's a pseudo benefit because you think it feels better, Mm -hmm. but then come to find when it's eliminated, Mm -hmm. your body is like (laughs) short circuiting as it's, you know, (laughs) coming off of all the effects of whether it's the sugar, the caffeine, Uh, you know, talking with people all the time, different clients and friends who find themselves addicted to sugar and to carbs or refined things like that. And, you know, they're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I'm like, well, there's literally a biological dynamic to it. Mm -hmm. And what I also love too, about talking with you about your story is we can acknowledge the biological factor. We can acknowledge the spiritual factor. And I think a lot of people end up doing, drinking a lot of caffeine to use that example in college because it's a stressful time. We're staying up later than we should. We're trying to like get our homework done. There's a lot going on. We're also socializing a ton. Like there's, there's just a lot to that time period. And so, you know, we find these different, I guess you could say vices or whatnot that bring us that temporary comfort or relief, but it has this multifaceted effect on our body, our soul, our spirit. Like you said, it was affecting your ability to connect with God mm-hmm. and I would ask, you know, you as a listener, how many people, how many of you feel like there's maybe a a block or a challenge to experience God? I know for myself, when I am out of alignment with what I know God's called me to, that the enemy uses that to bring in shame. Mm -hmm. And shame is one of those like extremely dividing things between us and God because the enemy's like, oh yeah, look, there you are again. Another soda, huh? I thought you said you weren't going to do that. It's like, ah, and like the enemy just like feeds us with that. And so being able to hear God, to acknowledge, like you said, that, that grace and truth. Cause he's, he's like, Hey, mm-hmm. get rid of the gluten. Yeah. Get rid of the caffeine. And you know, he didn't say Carly, you're a super weak willed person for loving <laughs> bread or like you're an addict because of cat. He didn't say that. He no. just said like, eliminate this and you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And you did, which is so powerful. Yeah. Okay. So people are hearing this and I'm sure so inspired and so encouraged by what you've shared. I'm like, <laughs> I'm feeling it so much. I'm so stoked about it. <laughs> it. They're like, okay, so where do I even begin? How do I start to connect with God in this way? I want to lay my health, the things that are on my heart, my like that I know I need to lay at Jesus's feet and receive freedom from. What would you say to someone who's like, okay, well, what now? Hmm. Like they are maybe unaware or maybe aware. Yeah, of the things maybe that- they're aware of the things and they need to lay it down, or they're like, I know I don't feel good, but I have no idea what I need to do in order to you know feel better or whatnot. Yeah. 
So I think um, just talking to God is very important. Mm-hmm. Just and and I say and that's prayer. Yeah. But I also say talking and and listening to God because right. He will give you answers and solutions. So to know that there's a God who cares about you and loves you and has your best interests at heart, then we tell him all our problems, but we also need to listen for the solutions. And so that's just one thing I would do is really listen. And listening could be like writing down what you feel like he heard Mm -hmm. or just um, getting maybe a picture or an image in your own heart Mm -hmm. or a, a phrase or a word that comes to you. So I would really just make time to be intentional to talk to him about Mm -hmm. it. So intentionality, I would say, is number one. And then also knowing that there's that God speaks through the people around you is important, too. So if you have people around you um, and they're saying, hey, maybe try this or they're making a solution or a suggestion in your life and you keep hearing it on repeat, that's probably God trying to get your attention to maybe shift something or to maybe say, hey, try this to to help you in your health journey. Mm-hmm. Because I know that's something that's he's done for me as well, is spoken through mm-hmm. the people around me to suggest me moving in a, a healthier uh, lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing too, because God, God loves speaking through community. Mm-hmm. Um, Body of Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then also just trusting him to speak as well, that he's going to answer you (laughs) Mm -hmm. and whatever way that looks, because like I said, community or you're spending time and you're writing things down, or if you're going to sleep and you say, God, I want a dream, show me, uh, you know, you might hear that I've had dreams and things. Um, the Lord wants to give you the same. He wants to Mm -hmm. reveal, give you revelation of what's going on. And so Mm -hmm. I think asking him for it is another thing to do. Um, just asking him for dreams or solutions or how how to go about things. I think always taking it to him first is the most important. And then watching around you to see how he answers mm. is is like the, the second step because he could answer through a dream or he could answer through a word to yourself or he could answer through people around you or even like, a, a stranger at a grocery store, like yeah. suggesting something like crazy things can happen because God is always speaking. It's just our awareness of, of the ways in which he speaks. Amen. I think I, amen. And I, I think there, it's so important to realize he speaks to different people in different ways and yeah. then he'll speak to the same person in different ways in different seasons. And so I love that you said one, the intentionality of just, it's kind of trial and error. If it's if this is completely new to you and this just sounds like so weird, which by the way, <laughs> the Bible is full of dreams, visions, God speaking to his people. Like literally that is the Bible. <laughs> yeah. So, if, you know, in some ways it's unfortunate that I think this isn't encouraged maybe more, at least in context I've experienced myself, but all that to say it's extremely biblical. <laughs> and so there is something to be said about being intentional about it and expecting him to speak. Mm-hmm. And even when it doesn't look like the way we want it to, or think it should to not allow the enemy to discourage us, but to continue to show up because we also know that the Bible talks about when you seek, you will find, when you knock, the door will be open. Like mm-hmm. the hungry will be filled and satisfied. Like God wants to fill us up. And so I think that's a really great starting point for people. And as we wrap up, I will, um, 
just say that I'm so grateful that you were willing to be my first guest. Honored. And I'm so honored. <laughs> I wanted to have you on because this, friends, like I said, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of nutrition. We're going to talk about movement. We're going to talk about habits and all of those things. But what sets apart my coaching, my approach, this podcast is it's in partnership with Jesus. And I really felt like this was an important foundation to lay down of okay, as you learn the different things about nutrition and your habits, let's make sure that we are seeking God and we're continuing to lay what we need to at his feet and listening to what he is saying to us about our health and our bodies. So I, again, thank you so much, Carly, for joining on the Vision Driven Health podcast. And friends, I am so grateful for you to listen to this. If this has impacted you and served you in any way, or if you have any questions, please reach out to me. You can, you know, find ways to communicate with me through the show notes below. And I don't know if Carly, you want to put your, open yourself up to people asking questions as well, but we can also put your contact in the show notes as well. Yep. That sounds good. I'm I'm happy to answer questions. You love, I know you love (laughs) encouraging people in the Lord. So (laughs) amen. Well, thank you, Carly. I will wrap this up. Thank you, Robin. It's been fun. Thanks for having me. So fun. Oh my goodness. I love Carly and I loved getting to chat with her in this episode. And I know that you are probably so excited to want to partner with Jesus in your health. And I have something that I think will be a great starting point for you. I have a free five day sugar fast devotional where you can depend on God for your nourishment, challenge yourself, contend for breakthrough, discover hope and improve your health by learning to listen to Jesus and learning to bring him into the mundane, nitty-gritty aspects of your health journey. You can access this free five-day devotional and fasting guide by going to madewellhealth.com forward slash sugar fast, or you can just use the link in the show notes. With that said, friend, I look forward to seeing you next time on the Vision Driven Health Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. And if it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.